हेलो फ्रेंड्स आई एम डॉक्टर आर के मारिया आई एम ए प्रैक्टिसिंग फिजिशियन एंड डायबिटोलॉजिस्ट इन हॉस्कास एरिया ऑफ साउथ दिल्ली आई एम अटैच्ड एज ए कंसल्टेंट डायबिटोलॉजिस्ट एट नेशनल हार्ट इंस्टीट्यूट इन ईस्ट ऑफ कैलाश एंड आल्सो हैव माय डायबिटीज क्लिनिक इन हॉस्कास सो टुडे वी आर गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट अ यंग पेशेंट मिस्टर एवी हु इज अबाउट 58 इयर्स ओल्ड अह हु हैज डायबिटीज फॉर द लास्ट 4 इयर्स is also obese is hypertensive he has got uh, hyperlipidemia and uh, obstructive sleep apnea as well and uh, bmi is about 32 kg per meter square his blood pressure is 130 by 82 and heart rate about 60 per minute uh, his a1c uh, shows uh, it, uh, is around 8.3 point percent egfr is 70 ml his cholesterol uh, ldl hdl is now under control uh, ldl is 69 Triglycerides are 250. His his liver enzymes are little raised, with the AST and ALT of 70 and 100 respectively. Presently, he's on uh, metformin 1000 milligram twice a day, lisinopril 40 milligram once a day, metoprolol 100 milligram once a day, atorvastatin uh, 40 milligram once a day, and aspirin 81 milligram uh, per day. So uh, to just review the patient profile. we have a uh, 58 years old patient with a short duration of diabetes he does not have any major comorbidities like atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease or major microvascular complication uh, that would uh, really reduce his lifespan but and he's at so that then he's at a low risk of hypoglycemia but he would definitely benefit if we were to give him a stringent and uh, glycemic good good glycemic control and uh, that that is going to help him in the in the, in the long run and remember but that this patient is obese hypertensive hyperlipidemia and has got obstructive sleep apnea syndrome which are which are the associated risk factors for atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease and other and development of other comorbidities and complications as far as the ada is concerned it, it suggests that we should try and achieve a, a, a glycemic control target of hb1c less than 7% uh, in most of the non uh, pregnant adults and for so when we are going to choose a drug in addition to efficacy we should uh, the other considerations which which should be kept in mind for determining a pharmacological agent is the risk of hypoglycemia to the patient uh, weight loss or uh, minimizing the weight gain with the agent Uh, whether the patient has heart failure ckd atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease and again last but not the least cost of the uh, agent that has to be kept in mind so this this patient of ours is uh, ready to willing to take another medication but his concern is that he generally tends to forget uh, to take the medicine and he is afraid that if he is given too many pills he is likely this this missing the tablets would going is going to be a big bigger problem so he wants that he should not be given too many pills is uh, and he refuses to go on injectable therapy and so uh, what 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 be in, in such a situation i think a fixed dose combination would be a good idea with the, which may improve the adherence compliance of the patient because it is to be given once in a day and probably if it is to be given especially if it is given to be given once in a day so uh, lesser complex the treatment regime fewer the pills and improved side effects they improve the patient's adherence and uh, overall outcome so you know we, 
as we all know that people with type 2 diabetes uh, have uh, commonly uh, have associated multiple comorbidities like uh, uh, atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease hypertension heart failure ckd and all of them so these all these all these uh, problems cannot be managed with a monotherapy and as it is if you're giving using a monotherapy it is not going to give you a sustained uh, good glycemic control over time so the current guidelines suggest that uh, we should uh, encourage early adoption of uh, oral combination therapies while simultaneously emphasizing the importance of individualizing the treatment so the ada suggests that in a appropriate high risk individual for atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease with established type of diabetes the decision to treat uh, with uh, a glp1 receptor agonist or hglp2 inhibitor uh, should be taken keeping in mind to reduce the three point mace major adverse cardiovascular events hospitalized for heart failure cardiovascular death and uh, or and ckd progression these should be considered independently of the baseline hb1c or individualized hb1c target so so we should not be only glucocentric uh, in our focus of managing adaptive we should keep in mind the other risk uh, and the associated comorbidity which the patient has uh, if a patient has atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease The GLP-1 receptor agonist definitely would get a priority, but if the patient refuses to take injectable, then we have SGLT2 inhibitor to support that, and also DP4 inhibitor if need be. So why we insist that the SGLT2 inhibitors uh, uh, can be helpful because uh, especially the combination of empagliflozin and uh, lenalidocaine, uh, we have this combination available with us. This oh. is I would say the first in class treatment. Uh, in uh, combination groups of drugs because it, the fixed dose combination of empalena is going to be very useful then sglt2 inhibitor is a class of novel agents oral glucose lowering lowering agents they mediate glucose lowering by action by increasing the urinary glucose excretion by inhibition of the sodium glucose post transport transporter 2 in the proximal tubule of the kidney and with this has a salutary effect lowering the it acts by in a independent of insulin secretion and action and render it suitable to uh, administer at any stage of the disease in a diabetic patient on the other hand the dp4 inhibitor exerts its glucose lowering effect by increasing the intestinal hormone levels and uh, as a result there is a subsequent augmentation of the glucose uh, dependent insulin secretion and there is inhibition of the glucagon secretion which in a diabetic is inappropriately increased so it targets both the decreased insulin levels and the increased glucagon level so the combination of these two agents that uh, empagliflozin and lenalidocaine uh, has a potential to show an additive glycemic load control because of their complementary effects and we have enough evidence for as far as the empagliflozin is concerned the empagliflozin cardiovascular outcome even trial in type 2 diabetic patients the so commonly uh, no mentioned as empareg outcome trial has it, it has uh, reported that the three point mace outcome occur, occurred in a significantly lower number of patients there was a 14% reduction in the risk of three point mace in patients who were on empagliflozin compared to those who were on the placebo uh, along with standard care standard care of diabetes and uh, so this drug was the first first to show that uh, the sglt2 inhibitors have this they improved the Uh, decrease the three-point maze, decrease the cardiovascular mortality, decrease the all-cause mortality, decrease the hospitalized for heart failure, and also it slowed down the progression of the 
renal uh, condition uh, deterioration so uh, on the other hand the linagliptin again as there is a dp4 inhibitor which has enough evidence from the two trials carmelina and carolina that it is cardio it is not cardiovascular safety has been established in these two trials and also they do not increase the hospitalization for heart failure as shown with the other dp4 inhibitor the sexagliptin and to some extent with elogliptin as well so if added to a patients who have been not controlled on metformin the uh, hp1c is decreased with the empal with addition of empal in the 255 has demonstrated a 1.81 reduction in hp1c uh, in patients who have a baseline hp1c more than 8.5 over a period of 24 weeks and not only that this glucose lowering effect is well sustained and maintained at week 52 in this uh, as add on to metformin treated group and a much higher percentage of patient is able to achieve a target of less than 7% uh, reported by uh, with, with this combination add on to the metformin group so this uh, the combination offers a suitable component components in strategy to achieve target hp1c without increase in hypoglycemia without any weight gain rather they can be some weight loss also with the hdl inhibitor and overall lipid profile is improved there is a reduction in the as well as the risk of genital infection concerned there is there is a, it is there when when the dp4 inhibitor and the hdl inhibitor that is empalinar used together there is there is a lesser incidence of uh, the genital infection this is possibly because of uh, there is a there is better glucose uh, control or the dp4 enzyme in some of the papanga is inhibited further by the dp4 inhibitors so as a result so the combination is good for cardiovascular outcome uh, as far as the empagliflozin uh, is concerned and linagliptin is safe as far as the cardiovascular outcome is concerned and both of them are beneficial as far as the renal outcome is concerned so in summary Empalina combination provides robust HbA1c reduction and two to four times higher odds of patient reaching the goal HbA1c compared to individual agents with low risk of hypoglycemia, low risk of weight gain, and better cardiovascular and renal outcome. Thank you very much.